Hi guys, this is Katie from TouchPlan. I'm here today with uh, Lane Hess from Jacobson Construction. Good morning. Yeah, happy to have you here. Thanks yeah. for joining us. So can you tell me a little bit about your background and um, how long you've been in the industry? Uh, I've been in the industry for 37 years. Uh, I've been the corporate director of scheduling and planning at Jacobson Construction in Salt Lake City, Utah for 18 years. Wow. Um, I have an MBA uh, from my college background. I, uh, I'm a lead AP. Um, I've been in actual, back in college days, was a laborer learning how to put things together to I've been in the top of engineering firms, a commercial real estate developer, and then where I'm at now. Very nice. What, what sparked your interest in construction initially? Um, taste, touch, feel. I can do it all in construction. Um, I as haven't well, heard that answer before. That's really interesting. Yeah, it, it, you, can, you can taste it, you can touch it, you can smell it, you can see it, you can live and breathe it. You make a difference in your community. You make differences for a lot of reasons with, with what you're doing there in, in people's lives and how it affects them. We, we've done cancer buildings back in Utah. We've done a lot of different things of that nature that make a, a difference in, in a lot of different ways yeah, with people with communities, and, and that's really important. There, there's a lot that you get out of that. There, the natural passion comes out of that for me. Right, yeah. And, and I like being behind the analytics, figuring it all out, but I get all sensories along with it. That's a great way of looking at it. Um, so, obviously you have a very um, deep breadth of experience. How, in the time you've been in planning and scheduling, how have you seen that change over the years? Um, when I was in the engineering firms, we were back on Mylar's hand drawing. Uh, we went and I was part of the conversion and converting into computer systems. I remember one story I had with a drafter is he had his mouse and he took it up onto the screen, was clicking on his screen, and said, I can't get this mouse to work. And so I, I've been all the way back from there, from the drafting tables to the evolution of what computers are. I used to have mm -hmm. a Mac and a, a DOS machine sitting on my desktops. I've come to that stage of it all. Uh, good old fax machines came in, we thought it was the greatest things until they faded and you couldn't use them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I've been through the evolution of all those things. Uh, I've taken from even in this position of all the different softwares that have come up through through the industry on this side of life. I've been probably involved with a lot of their developments, uh, beta testing a lot of things they've done. Uh, I've watched that evolution go from a single owned uh, desktops, hard drive stored there to I've converted out to the internet, our company, and when that step, and now we're into the cloud based mm -hmm. uh, interactivity with collaboration. Uh, the difference is we're, we're collaborating now, we're smarter, we're better, we're finite in what we do, we're in the right place to get the right answers, and we're taking it out electronically in a simple manner. That's a big difference. Yeah, it really pays to keep it simple. It does, yeah. And um, so with all the different softwares you've tested, um, how, how did you come across TouchPlan? Um, I'm part of a lead committee back at the company. And we've done the boards, uh, the whiteboards with sticky notes, and the concept of collaboration is perfectly there. Uh, we, as a company, we're pretty much doing a lot of those types of things. I think what has happened is, again, in the evolution of time, they formalized. We formalized who we are, right, what we're yeah. about, how we've gone about it. 
We've raised the bar. We're getting better. Part of what we do is we believe we're always learning in the company. Always learning and always growing. And, and, and in that process, we just started finding out more things. Um, because of how long I've been involved, and there's, I found my niche in life a long, long time ago. And, and, and I've always stayed there. And, and a lot of things are, some, frankly, easy for me to do. Um, and uh, as I saw it all, I, I, I saw the good parts. So when I saw all this first coming out, I'm like, I get the good of what's good in this. I also get where it's not lean. Mm -hmm. It's this is not a lean process. This is gonna it's confusing information. The board's gonna get blown all over. We had a lot of problems with the boards, but you take the good parts out of it, right? And you you pull those out, and that's what I was doing. How can I pull that out, and how does it make us better, and where is it not? Uh, and, and that's what it, we were experienced with some of those and so we did a, a fair amount of that and the collaboration was better we were doing it but we were getting better uh, and then I initially looked at what is this about what can I do uh, it's not solving what I need to do it's actually causing some problems because it takes too long to do and I started programming my own electronic software wow. at the company and then I started looking at it more, and I, I rarely go to the lean conferences. And I went to one in Anaheim, and I met Amanda there. Mm -hmm. And it was, a, it was a great experience. I had other software companies there, and I literally took one down and said, you need to go do what they're doing. <laughs> and, and, and they looked at me. <laughs> and they said, oh, okay. And I was talking to their senior project manager of software, because they know me, because I've been working with them for years. And I had to solve a bigger issue. The people that I, I honestly have the most respect for are the guys in the sandbox. Right. Yeah. They have the tools on. They're bent over every day. They're out in the cold. Those are the real people. And I have the utmost respect. I work from a corporate level and, I, and you know, we, we create all these things, get all these big projects for them. But I get to see it all the way to the end with them. And I watch what they, they have to do from all these entities coming into them. All these sources and all the stresses, they're at the end of the road. Mm -hmm. What can I do to make life better for them? We were doing really well. I've been there 18 years and we've done exceptionally well, but we wanted to be better. And so TouchPlan took us to the next phase of being better. And, and, and from what I've experienced and watched. So I took this from an evolution of, let's just beta test this a little bit. I, we chose some projects to do of different capabilities of personnel, but real capabilities. People that you go out there and they're absolutely fascinating and watch build. They can sit there and arm wave and do some things that just, it's amazing. So how do you tap that resource? Right. How do you tap it? And how do you get the new millennials coming up that know have computer savviness? And how do you blend the two of them together? Touchman did it for us. That's great to hear. It, it's that's, huge. That's definitely what, what we aim to do. Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's obvious because I have actual results now. And, you know, um, it's been a month or two. I think I have, I don't know, I think I'm around 900 users now using the program. I have, I'm probably around 18, 19,000 activities in it. So it, it's company-wide. I'm, I'm an enterprise user because mm -hmm. um, I saw it and do it. To me, is you want to get the right information from the right place, understand what it is, and get on with life. And this is what right. this helped us do, is it popped us out of that mold of where we were at before it brought us forward. And so th those are the biggest differences. And just listen to the real people do it. I go out there and I listen and I watch them. I, I have experiences with guys that 
you know, you get out there, they've been using tools and they have great big hands and how do I touch a little phone, how do I touch an iPad and watch them literally, after seeing next to a guy, drag something out and there was his schedule and he was doing it. Um, I've had instances where they caught me off guard. They said, hey, we got 10 guys in this room. Can you kind of help us real quick? I walked into a room and there were at least 10 guys in there. Nobody was even logged into the software or anything. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do the short version. <laughs> the short version took me 15 minutes and I had them running on the software, talking and collaborating. That's great. That's the difference. I think if you have that calm ability and focus to look at the things and you can bring people together and it makes sense and it's simple enough to use, but it can utilize, be utilized in complicated methods. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between them all. I have been, you know, we, we enterprise at the beginning of this year and I've been uh, involved with a lot of your people here. Um, and the support here has been amazing. The difference is, is that I, here's a guy sitting out there and it's freezing cold outside. He's got all these problems cutting out. He has to figure out how do I do this new software? I've had superintendents on their own that call and you guys sit there and spend individual time with them and talk them through it. When this first came out, I wrote my own manual. I wrote an entire manual for touch plan, but I wrote it as, as we do business. Mm -hmm. And so since you then, adapted it to I Jacobson's process. Yeah, our Jacobson philosophies mm -hmm. in life and our clients. And, and the people that are doing the real work, you know, so how do we tailor it out? And that's how I'm able to see through those places and assist in that. And, and, and since I wrote that, I have not redone the manual. It's just kind of faded away because the system in place was uh, once you get it, and, and a guy uses it a little bit, and the support he has available through your support here in the company, um, they have autonomy. They can see life the way they see it. They can, they can learn it. What I say to them is find your way of learning, okay? Your way of learning, not what you're told. Find your way. And with how this is set up, I have so many different individuals that way. I have an individual that's worked for 45 years, and he's going to retire at the end of the year, that he runs it 100% by himself, and he didn't do those things before. He called me the other day, asked me a couple of little things, like, oh, okay, and he's going. I, I look at his plan, like, this is an amazing plan. You have, how are you tapping? Getting that amazing knowledge out of people that have it, that have been in the industry for a really long time, and take it to the next new technology of people coming up. That's what this has done for us. It, it blended the two together. I have eight different types of trainings that I do, depending on who I'm in front of. Mm -hmm. And one of those trainings I have is, I specifically brought in the superintendents and the project engineers, and joined them at the hip, because they're dealing with all the subcontractors all the time. And it made a huge difference. Big difference between them all, because I was able to blend amazing wisdom with technical capabilities. So now we're bringing them even faster and I'm yeah, watching our- Yeah, the best of both worlds now. Yeah, I'm watching our engineers grow faster. And I'm watching the old guys grow. You know, we haven't stopped that, that chain of evolution. And, and so the key is, have we made your life better? Have we made it easier? Can you go home to your kids at night because you actually have time to, because you're having a better day. Yeah. In real life, we still have some tough times and all that, but I believe this has made it better. We've just had other sticking points that we use other types of softwares to do that with. And so the blend of this has brought us to a better place at this point in time. And 
the evolution of what I've been with you guys here so far over the last several months is that you're not stagnant. You're still figuring out more and faster and better. And you're really listening to us. No, you're really listening to us because I deal with a lot of software companies at times and do you really get heard? I'm not sure. And, and I feel yeah. like that there's been a, a connectivity of uh, we just want to provide the right things for the right reasons. Yeah, I think we really take the principle of continuous improvement to heart, which clearly Jacobson does as mm -hmm. well. So I think there's a, a good meshing of those philosophies. Have you, I'm curious, have you run into any challenges where you had users who had a little trouble getting started with it? Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. And, what and do so, you do in those situations? Well, there's a couple things in that. It's, it's an, uh, you still have those, and, and it's more in the trade contractors now, I can talk about that in a minute, but rather, you know, our users there, uh, what happens, here's a differential that occurs for me. So I still run, you know, Zoom meetings. I run Zoom mm -hmm. meetings, I do, you know, I, I, I'm running about um, 65 projects right now myself by myself and and I can do that because of technology and because our people are better and we're getting things they can with but the difference that I have now from before last year at this time is I'll say where are you at with this and I say oh well, wait I gotta open up my touch panel you know I've never had that happen so consistently through a day than ever before where I have credible information they're saying where it's really at but they open it and I already have it open and I'm actually looking at it mm -hmm. And they tell me, this is what it is and this is why. And so now we have a mind trust of, I see across eight different sectors and markets of different types of projects. And I can take, my ability is I can take what I learned and I can transfer it to the different markets. Hey, we learned over this market, do this. And they can look at it and then they'll share it back and I'll share it back over to someone else. But we see real time results and it's credible information, not just them. Because what happens is a lot of superintendents tend to tell all their trade contractors what to do. We're still working on that, getting them involved a little bit more. And I'm going back after trade contractors, we're gonna be bringing in the ownerships of those and say, look, this is what this does for you. It's really about you. And this is how you can communicate, not only with us, but you as a trade contractor, where you have a main office and you have many different projects going on, you can talk with each other now and see what they're really doing. Yeah. And you can really see, because you know, there's so many times, this is really what I hear. I would hear, yeah, we really do need 15 guys. I'll just see what my office says. We stop at that point in time, get them on a Zoom meeting and say, office talk now. That's a big difference. You deal with it when you deal with it. It doesn't get put off. And the put off is that it's not gonna really happen. Right. What he's really right. saying to you is my office isn't going to give it to me. And the, the guys on the field really work us and tell us the truth. They say, well, mm -hmm. I just don't think I'm gonna get it. Well, let's get them on, let's figure it out. We're now solving a, a problem that didn't get solved before. It just got left out. Yeah. The labor market is massively a problem. We have stuff throughout the country. It's a problem everywhere we're going now. And in trades, more in deeper breadth than I've ever seen. So we really have to be fine out about what we're doing and why. The why behind what we're doing. And it allows the why to be derived from the right place. Mm -hmm. And it can be spread quick and easy. I've been on touch plan meetings where I'm in Salt Lake and I've had five other people in from different places around the country on it, solving things together. And, and you don't have to sit in front of each other to solve it. Yeah, and it's good that in that way you keep that collaborative nature of the problem solving it as well. It is, and it's not one person doing it. Right. It takes all of us figuring it out and all of a sudden one guy will say something like, oh, it'll spark something to somebody else and then, but you're doing it in real time. Yeah. Real time. And when I have the question, 
I'm dealing with it right there with the right people. Hey, let's call me. You don't need to call me. You're already in it and you're doing it. And it's quick and easy. Remember, get in, know what you need to know, and get out and get on with it. And this helps solve that. Yeah. Do you find, now that you're using technology uh, more than in the past, do you have access to data that you think you didn't have before? Yeah, incredible data. Yes, in that. And I know you guys are working on more things that are even going to bring us forward. Watch yeah, out, everybody. There's some cool <laughs> stuff coming out there. I know there's cool stuff. And, you know, there's going to be some dashboards. There's going to be some things happening out there that's going to pop. What you want is a system that has readings back to the first user that he can self-correct. You don't need somebody calling you, but it will go up the chain because if you're not doing it, you'll be seen. So now I'm going to be able to see who's doing it, why they're doing it, how they're going about it, what are their percentage completes, why are they there, is it really a labor issue, is it a change order issue, who do I need to deal with? The next part that we're going after, the biggest one, the biggest holes in scheduling and the dynamics of scheduling is that ownership and design team involvement. And where, how do you get them involved more? You, you have your meetings, they kind of do things, but not everything in the same spot doing that, solving it. Mm -hmm. Now we're going and we're bringing forth our clients into this and saying, hey, look, design teams, look, this is why we need it and why. You get in there, help us understand your schedule. They get in and do it. They can see us, we can see them. It's all transparency. Again, now we're solving it. How are we solving it up front as quickly as we can? And, and we're understanding them better, they're understanding us better. So there's been a hole left out that I believe this also solves. And the big, big one is that is how do we become more integral with our design and in the same software, but have them, again, the guy that understands it, putting it in and typing it through. That's a major big difference along with the software, what it provides. Yeah, that's really interesting. And um, I was curious, when you brought up your clients, how have they adapted to it? Um, it's right now they depend on us, upon us to take care of them mm -hmm. and that's what we do well we, we're very good at that and I think what they're seeing now is they get, it's just now starting to migrate out that direction so I had to take our company our corporation and it's it's like a baby was born <laughs> you have to feed them a little bit you have to teach them a little more things mm -hmm. Then after that, they learn how to crawl a little bit more. Then they start walking a little bit more. And some take off and start running, and others aren't. They're in different phases, but I had to get our company to that point. Now it's, now I'm going out after the subcontractor market and the ownership markets. And so we're going to go back after. I had already had ownership uh, on a, a huge, huge project, very dear to everyone's hearts back in Utah. And say, I showed it to them once, I'm like, wow, we want that, and we want to start doing that. And, Oh wait, you guys are integral and it, it, it connects to ProLog? Uh -huh. Yeah, it does. And so they're already, I have something set up where your team is going to be out to Salt Lake with me and we're going to bring them along the, the, on the lines. Educated, they're very well educated some of the people involved with this ownership group. And they understand what they need, need and why and they saw the solution already. And we're just going to bring it online. Um, I think the elation is just going to be that they're going to they're going to feel part of it. That disconnect is somewhat there, where you go into those meetings or you're side by across each other from a table. It brings it where the table's gone, and now you're talking with each other. And now you're part of it. They're part of the solution. Which is they're understanding us better. They're the cause and effects. You know the problem that you have in our industry is the multiplicity 
of many things, small things getting you, creating a big problem, a wave of a problem right. that slowly starts to migrate some man. It, it just hits you in ways that's hard to identify. This brings it out. It helps you deal with the real things. And, and uh, the key is that for us, we were doing well. Not only did we want to get better, but it's one of those deals that if you can keep the, the wheels greased and you can keep it cleaner as you go through the process, um, you're able to accommodate more in the ends. Because most of all projects, they need a lot at the end. A lot of change orders, a lot of things. Well, how can you go about doing that? Well, it's because you got the basics done as much as possible and you're identifying the right areas. And this helps do that. It puts realism into it. Because there's times where we need to all say, like, wait, the real goal is we want this hospital up and running by this date. We need to transfer patients on this date. What do we need to right. do to get to those points? And, and this is some, some key solutions for all interested parties, stakeholders, to communicate. Yeah, um, and when you, when you set out to bring this across the enterprise, was there anything that you did up front that you think helped make that change at scale? Um, I think of, there's a few things involved with that. The first thing of it is, is uh, my relationship with the people. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's about trust. It's about uh, filling their world, being a part of their world with them. I, I believe I, I, I know I have those relationships heavily built within our people with us. And we work together. We've been through a lot. We've been through a lot together. But they know how we work and then we know we see it to the end and we get there. And so I think the first thing of it is, is just trust. It's not a, hi, you're just going to do this. Not one project team needs to hear this. Here's another thing you need to start doing again. Here's another, we're going to load you up again. No, don't have a family anymore. Don't have a real life. No, that's not what it's about. It's about, we believe in a balanced life. A balanced family life and a balanced work life. And how do you do that? And so this actually amends itself to creating a better balance in life if we can be more efficient about what we're doing. So the first key was... Uh, it starts with trust. It does start, you know, the right people need to uh, believe in it, obviously. You know, it, it does start from the, a lot of the top people understanding it because they see the, the forest of the trees. They need to understand why we're doing what we're doing. It. Uh, you don't need to uh, create bureaucracy in a company. You need to yeah. disseminate that. You need to clear that out and have that transparency. And pe people can see... That you, something you're really doing and they're like they're in their hands and we're like they did something that was really about me so when I spoke to people I said this is about you it's not about anybody else this is about you what what is this better for how can this be better for you and, and just brought them to that process and so in the trainings what I did is we I think what you have to you have to tailor trainings so when I brought up an entire corporation I, I had Josie out there come out with me to Salt Lake and we did 200 people in two days, in four hour blocks, four different sessions. And um, I did it differently where I tailored it to a very simple, this is technically how you use the software, but I had the superintendents in with the engineers and the engineers were just screaming, but I had the guys that were on the same project in the same room next to each other talking it through. So they created their own trust. And all of a sudden they, they got it. This is for me, this is for about what I'm doing, me, my team that's around me. And that was the difference. 
So I had to bring it clearly through that this is about for you guys. It's not about what somebody in a, in a chair thought about for you. It, 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 and, uh, it, it's more than that. Um, this is the first time our company history spent this much money for something on software. We're 97 years old. And uh, we're an employee-owned company now since 93. And, excuse me, 2003. And... Uh, we, it, it's made those types of differences. Um, proof is in the pudding. So when it picks it up and it relates to real life, it makes things better and easier. It sells itself because that's what it's all about and this is what it does. Um, it, it's made my life easier. I can actually even have, I told the corporation, you better get more work for me because what we're creating here is streamlining again. Constantly streamlining. I really enjoy that. Yeah, um, I believe what I've seen here, the differences already, um, it sells itself because it really is credible in making a difference for them. Right, yeah. So what would your advice be to someone in a similar position to you before you started using it? Um, First, understand what you want. What's your why? What's your why is the company? What's your why in your different levels of your company? Understand what you really want in there and be sincere about it and open first. Then once you're at that place and you're seeing what's really going on and you're really gonna see the truth of it, what do you do to make it better? Uh, all these little detailed minute, minute plans I see out there happening it's, they're just that, and they take horrendous amounts of time with very little result out of them. So you have to first decide what the end result of it is and what's the, the simplest way to get there. But remember, you're dealing with people that don't have email addresses. They don't. We had to help guys get email addresses at their companies. That's the real. Be real yeah. about what it's yeah. all about. And once you're at that place and you see that, um, then you say, how can I best bring all this together in one place? And so I would suggest that you first look at uh, what your goals out of this, what you really want to have. And do you want to be key? Do you want to be a united front in the marketplace? Or you just want to be somebody that's, well, on a couple projects, we'll do it on a couple projects, we won't. That's the most confusing thing for a subcontractor ever. Step back on the other side. Yeah, like, if I'm a subcontractor and you're doing one way and this way, I go another project, do another way on another project. Continuity's not there. You're not, we're training a marketplace right now. We're, 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 we're taking a marketplace and say, we care about you in the marketplace, but you got to be consistent about it. So get your plan and your, together on that. I would... I'd just use it, I'd take a few, I would probably take a rough, a few rough people that struggle with that, team them with somebody maybe a little bit better on a project as a beta test, so I'd take teams that really accelerate on that and watch the difference and bring them together and hear them. It will just solve itself automatically because you're going to hear things you've been wanting to hear and you've been telling them about and all these cute little phrases you come up with, but this <laughs> is real reality. Yeah. Better Stop really hear from and remember who they are and listen to them. If it, if it really is about them, that's your difference. And if it's about them, because they have the relationship with the sub, you're not, you're not, you don't have this big relationship with sub as much, you're, you're step back away from it. They can teach the subs. So it's, it's a little bit about 
paying it forward a little bit as, as we go through this. So we do a lot of paying it forward to others and, and, and making it easier. And, and we still have some uh, people that, uh, old dogs that don't want to learn new tricks, but it's trampling right over the top of them. Everybody else is going like, what are you doing? This is such a piece of cake. And I'm like, all right, I'll look at it. I had, I had an experience. I called on a project and we were talking and we were doing a master schedule update so I, I maintained that. And they said to me, oh, hey, Lane, we need to go to the, the outside of the building. I'm like, well, how come? I said, well, you have, we had originally four phases. We changed it to six. I'm like, well, how did you do that? I'm talking with a, a, kind of a younger project manager and an older superintendent. And they said, well, we brought all our subs in and we phase planned the whole thing and touch plan, opened it up. Pop, I opened it up, didn't have that one open. I'm like, they redid the whole schedule. This is the most, it was amazing. They said, it was really simple. I said, well, did you go one step further? I said, what? And they said, did you analyze the result? You did it by date of how you go around, but did you analyze the result? The result is we have a marketplace with labor shortages. Did you click on crew size? See that crew size right there? We opened it up. The subcontractor needed 26 people. He had 15. We had another problem, but we had it in real time. The sub is the one who created his durations and he needs to go figure out how to redo it. We told the sub two months in advance about that issue and he retooled himself in the marketplace to come take care of what he knew he could do because he was part of the creation of it. That's, that's the solution right there. So if you want those kind of solutions, that's what this does for you. Um, as, as a company, I think you, you, you take it a step at a time. So be committed about it, use it a little bit, use it on some and listen, and then, and then choose how you want to migrate that out. You know, and I, I, I teach project managers the program, but a little bit different on how to analyze it versus the other teams, so they're kind of a quality control versus the teams over here. I'm now going to, you know, we get some dashboards not going on, I'm going to start teaching executives and a few other things, some other things. We're just, we're working through that right now, and it's going to be pretty cool what's coming out, because I've, I've seen it. That's exciting. I mean, it's going to make life really easy from the top down. Mm -hmm. But the key is, everyone can see the same information, and it's, it's self-automated where you can take care of it yourself. So the guy out in the field that's doing it, like, ah, oh, I had this, I didn't realize it. Because in software, you can't go in and just look at every little part. It's, it's too much time, too confusing. You don't yeah. want to work. How does it do it? There's so much database buildup in this already that you're, we're just, all you're doing is adding some items on top of it so you can have the quick information. Where are my issues and why are they there? And so you're having real-time data again that you can deal with and it focuses you. So it puts trust in the right place. So it's self-correcting. The people right. can self-correct exactly. it. Yeah. And if they're not, guess what? The other people can see what's going on. Just take it a step at a time, be realistic about it, have patience with it. It will teach you, the people will teach you what they want. It's pretty basic stuff. This isn't hard stuff. It's pretty simple. You're taking complicated stuff and simplifying it because they can handle pretty complicated things you do out there. I've had people that have come out of the woodwork and just amazingly soared in their talents. And I've watched them, I've listened to them. And I, and I think it puts the credibility and trust factor back in. Now, because you're looking at trust on the clients, but now your trust with your subcontractor and the trust back and forth. Yeah, GC, you're going to keep yelling at me, but I can see out there you're not ready for me. Let's have the real talk. Well, the real talk yeah. happens now. And, and we all want to have that. You know, there's no fake pass. It's like, what do we do, guys? That's the big difference. And, and I would take a little bit of time. I would say that from a company 
corporate perspective, you want to have a consistency on how you're seen in the marketplace. Um, what I mean by that is not having different approaches, uh, different softwares, and having teams doing different things. Uh, so the compatibility between teams, I think, is very big. That's what we went enterprise. Every ounce of every project anywhere in corporation is all touched by them. I even have a couple of them that they just do touch by, and I don't even run my prime and bureau on it because mm -hmm. they're just small enough and they can pop it so quick. Right. Yeah. And we just check it out that way. And I check in with them. We do our things the way we regularly check it, but they're just automatically doing it themselves. It's small enough they can do it. We don't have. It's not as big, and they need the criticality of critical path scheduling. But they, I even have a few of those right now, so it's very adjustable with how you use it. And they'll tell you. It'll show you yourself. The results just tell themselves. And it depends upon the magnitude of your issues. And again, we were very successful with schedules. We just want to be better. <laughs> I think that's the key is yeah. the attitude, mm -hmm. wanting to be better. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming in, Lane. It's fantastic mm -hmm. talking to you. Absolutely. And good luck. Appreciate it. Take care.